How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Do you want them to tell you if they're bringing in a kid to work out or you want to be kept up to speed on this? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, everybody uh, would would love honesty in in the uh, process. So um, I would definitely, you know, like to know that. And, you know, it's a a business, so I, you know, totally understand. Um, No hard feelings, but, you know, like I said, I control what I can control and control my work ethic, control how I, you know, carry myself each and every day. That is Justin Fields, your Bears QB1 for now. See how long that lasts. He was talking with Rich Eisen. Do you want to know if they're going to make a trade or bring in a quarterback or trade you for a quarterback or make you play hungry, hungry hippo with an offensive line that can't do much else? So that's what one of the questions concerning the Bears. Bears have the number one pick. It's big news. Let's talk some Bears. There's rumors all over the place. Some might even have a factual seed to them. And a rumor of trade discussions got stoked this week. Trade discussions with the Colts got stoked this week. Colts named a new coach. And Jim Irsay lobbied for the Alabama quarterback. And so let's find out where this sits and what the fallout has been. We're going to go to the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Joining the show for the first time, James Boyd. He covers the Colts for the athletic. James, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. Now, James, by the way, let me share with our studio audience and our audience at home, James is from Romeoville. Do I have that right, bachelor number one? There you go. That's where I'm from. I rep it everywhere I go because everyone from where I'm from says they're from Chicago. I'm like, you are liars. You're suburban like me, Romeoville. <laughs> but, uh, there you no go. shame in that. <laughs> That's it. Be proud. Yeah, rep in Romeoville. Are mom and dad listening? Are you? Are, are they, they know? Oh you're no, um, they they know I'll be on, and I'm sure if they you know catch wind of it, they probably turn on themselves for sure. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Why don't you share with the Chicago audience, because there have been much, quite the imaginations running wild when Jim Mercer said what he said is the naming of a new coach, mm-hmm. and the, they, the Colts have the number four pick, they need a quarterback, the Bears have both a quarterback and the number one pick, so they're your one-stop shopping, they're your ATM for NFL news. What, 
What is the status of Chris Ballard and making a decision, and what did Jim Irsay really mean by that? Yeah, I think the biggest thing from uh, Shane Steichen's introductory press conference was what Jim Irsay said. I mean, sorry, Shane, but everything you said became obsolete once <laughs> Jim Irsay says, well, that, although the Alabama guy looks, you know, doesn't look too bad. And so I think it just confirmed that the, the Colts are at least exploring the possibility of trading up in the draft as they should. And in my opinion, I think that they probably will because if they are as desperate for a quarterback as they seem, which they really are, they kind of have been in no man's land ever since Andrew Luck retired in 2019. I just think that it's time to get that young quarterback. And if you are zeroing in on anybody, whether it's Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, any of those four, I think you have to go up and get them to make sure you get your guy and secure your future. So um, obviously it's a, it's a big, big decision, the biggest decision of the offseason for them. But um, I think the Bears fans should be excited, but not too excited. Like some of the trade proposals I've seen are just ridiculous. They're going to just give you everything. But there are some really some scenarios out there where they could get better, and, and obviously the Colts will get what they want as well. My guest is James Boyd. He covers the Colts for The Athletic. We're talking Bears and Colts. We're talking football here on Score. So the, the eagerness, the willingness, the likelihood, however you want to characterize it, that Chris Ballard makes a big move. He certainly realizes, you know, franchise that Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck realizes the value of that guy being one of the guys, being one of the best in the league, that the value of that. And and how much would they, would you guess they're willing to sacrifice? How much would they pay in draft capital? Yeah, I think obviously you have to give up the number four pick, have a number 35 pick, early second round pick. And I also believe that if you're the Bears, you'd ask for, you know, maybe a fifth rounder this year and then at least another pick next year, which would, in my opinion, be another first rounder. I think that gets you in that discussion. And um, they also have some players out there as well. I know Kenny Moore, the cornerback, he didn't really fit in Gus Bradley's uh, system this past year, but he was a pro bowler with, you know, Ibrahim the year before. So maybe you offload him as well in this package. But I think, in my eyes, if I'm the Bears, I'm like, hey, I need your your you know your first round pick this year, first round pick next year, and um, maybe another pick as well. And so, is that too much? Um, if you believe you've got your guy at quarterback, I don't think so because in my eyes, this is a long rebuild for the Colts to go through. Um, this is not what they've kind of thought in the past where they're just one player away, one quarterback away. No, this you win four games, only four games. Obviously, you have a lot more flaws with this team. So, I expect some things to to be moving or at least be talked about as far as. Um, draft capital and what you're willing to give up to get your guy. Because if any team knows about it in this league, about getting their guy, it's them. They've kind of been spoiled by, you know, getting the first overall pick and, and obviously getting a superstar. James Boyd is my guest. We're talking football here on The Score. He covers the Colts for The Athletic. The the quarter, Has anybody in the organization, the Colts organization, given you, other than Jim Irsay, given you a ranking of the four first-round quarterbacks? To give you an idea. Of the oh, <laughs> no way. Uh, I know Chris Ballard, we joked and asked him at this end of season press conference, and he's like, there's no way I'm touching that. Um, obviously, Shane Spike, and I'm sure has some thoughts as well, and he's not going to answer that. Um, I mean, and honestly, I think that the entire room knew not to say any quarterbacks or reference any quarterbacks, and then Jim Irsay being the owner, he can do whatever he wants. He says that, and you're like, wait a second. Like, why are you saying that? You can just kind of feel like, you know, maybe – Chris Ballard and Shane Sykin going like, well, what is going on here? So um, do you lose a little bit of leverage in that? I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it is funny to see Jim Irsay 
say that and then follow it up with a tweet talking about, you know, it was a tweet of him as a youngster at the Lincoln Park Zoo riding a bear. And he's like, my relationship with the Bears goes back 60 years. And it's like, oh, what does this mean? So um, I think Jim Irsay is one of the most interesting owners in the league. And he certainly uh, keeps me on my toes. Yeah, he is. He, there's no question he's interesting. And there's no question he's he can be involved. Um, he's certainly the Jeff Saturday embarrassment didn't humble him at all. Maybe he brought Jeff Saturday in because he wanted to make sure he got as close to the number one pick as possible. So how active, how involved, how much of a meddler has Jim Mercer been in your experience, and how does that project regarding the number one pick? Yeah, I think this past season was an anomaly. Um, he's normally not like that. And this, this being my first season on the beat, and everyone's telling me how things are going to go, and then everything they said was going to happen did not happen. It was like the most unprecedented season ever as far as things that happened with one team. And I felt like he was the one who stepped in and, and mandated the benching of Matt Ryan for Sam Ellinger, a former six-round pick. That didn't go well. Um, obviously, the hiring of Jeff Saturday was his decision, and based off of the comments Chris Ballard made the night of that initial press conference, you could tell that was not something that he was on board with. And so I think by hiring Shane Steichen, they're kind of back in this mode where, okay, I'm going to allow my GM to do his job, the coach to do his job, and I expected that to continue as far as draft picks. Um, will Jim Ursay have the final say? Of course. But I do think that he had reached a point of frustration throughout the season that maybe we won't see again because um, it just went so poorly and he just felt like he had to do something or anything to change um, the season. He did change it, and, and it was uh, a sight to see at times because it was uh, definitely unprecedented, I'll say, when Jeff Saturday got the job and just the way things transpired. I was pretty shocked, and I remember sitting in that press conference thinking, wow, this is this is really – not a good decision, and as you can see, it didn't turn out that way. And I will say this as well. Jim Irsay is not a tanker. He would never lose games on purpose. I, I truly believe that he thought that that would work. That would, you know, Jeff Saturday would, you know, energize the team, win the fan base back over, they'd win some games, and it just failed epically because he had no coaching experience and it showed up. Yeah, but well, not, certainly not at the NFL level or even fake NFL level. So what kind of – Steichen's a guy who, who, given his history working with – like half the guys, you one guy you ran through Indianapolis and Philip Rivers and Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts. We just saw finish second in the in the Super Bowl. So where where can he really lay claim to to affecting the quarterbacks people have heard of? Yeah, I think that's the reason why he was brought in and probably why he was at the top of the list for the Colts as, as far as and coaching candidates go, it's because he's worked with a variety of quarterbacks. And with this draft class, there isn't a clear-cut superstar. You know, they're all talented in their own ways, but they all have flaws as well. So he's been able to work through a lot of different flaws, a lot of different skill sets. And I think that that gives him an advantage going into this draft class. And for me personally, I think that the sweet spot in between him and Chris Ballard and what Ballard likes, he's always been like a physical trades guy. You know, he likes bigger players, you know, thicker players, things like that. And the sweet spot would probably be somebody like C.J. Stroud because of the accuracy, um, because of the skill set, and he has the size. And I know when I asked Shane Steichen, hey, what do you look for in a quarterback that you think determines success in this league? And he's like, accuracy, decision-making, and the ability to create. That's all Bryce Young, but he's also kind of small. So, again, if you can get a C.J. Stroud who has mobility, who probably needs more work with creation and things like that, but who is accurate and had a you know a great showing in the Georgia game, if you can do more of that, I think that's kind of a sweet spot for – 
who they should go after and, and who they should kind of build their offense around. So um, it gives them an advantage. Shane Steichen's been around the block a few times with quarterbacks, but um, obviously, again, this is the biggest decision that will affect the franchise for the foreseeable future. James Boyd is my guest. He covers the Colts for the Athletic. We're talking Bears and Colts and draft picks and quarterbacks because teams that don't have one always talk about quarterbacks. And the the recent experience with Bears fans is Matt Nagy came in here and more than we thought, more than we knew, was a slave to scheme. Total inability to coach the players in front of him or the team in front of him, or the game in front of him. But we didn't know that because he hadn't really coached in at the NFL level. In the, and Steichen's in the same situation. I don't know what you may have gathered one way or another. It's early. You haven't seen him make a bad decision yet, I don't think. But being a guy who is is a slave to scheme or a guy who knows how to coach that every case is different with every quarterback. You got a, you got any thoughts on that, James? Yeah, no. So we asked him that in his initial press conference, and Shane Steichen made it very clear that the scheme will always be centered around the talent and the skill set of your signal caller. So I have no um, you know, worries about him tailoring the offense to whatever quarterback they choose, and that should give Colts fans a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot, a lot of trust in him because he's able to do it again with, you know, three different quarterbacks who have three totally different skill sets. And again, Phillip Rivers was more established when, you know, Shane Steichen worked with him, but with Justin Herbert, he's not Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers can't run at all. And Justin Herbert can run a little bit. He's got a cannon arm. And Jalen Hurts is like, you know, a true dual threat, you know, runner and thrower. And in my opinion, one of the elite quarterbacks in this league. So um, he was saying, you know, whoever they end up picking or choosing, Whatever single caller he has, any scheme that he's had in the past, they've always tailored it to that player. And I think that's very important to the success of not only Colts, but any you know, starting quarterback. And, and you talk about Justin Fields, you got to make sure you build things around him as well up north. One of the things you talked about earlier was how much you, the price it would take, what the Colts might have to give up. When you're bringing a new coach, if you're Chris Ballard, you've picked this guy, he's your coach, you, you might be. W- Maybe Ballard isn't this kind of guy, but you might be willing to overpay to give your coach the quarterback he wants, believing that puts you in the best possible situation. Is Ballard that guy or not? I think so. I think that he, I think that his job is kind of riding on this quarterback decision. He's going into his seventh season as the as the coach's um, GM. They haven't had a lot of playoff success. They haven't had a lot of success, obviously, this past season. So I think that um, it's huge for him to – make sure that whatever it takes, you get your guy and you feel confident in that because that could honestly decide your future with the franchise. Well, I know the Bears would feel a lot better if the general manager of the Colts was Ryan Pace. I know they would like that a whole <laughs> lot more. But they'll have to content themselves with dealing with a new coach and the GM who might want to help them and a crazy owner. James, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining the hometown radio station. Yeah, I really appreciate it. It's kind of surreal, but um, I guess I'll tell the kids out there, dream big. Yeah, that's it. And then you get to be on Saturday Suckage. That's You can achieve that. Walking <laughs> across the Rainbow Bridge, you are. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. James Boyd, he covers the Colts for the Athletic. That was wonderful. Look at that, Romeo Kid uh, At Romeo Kid on Twitter. He was, that's terrific. So thank you for joining. Uh, and I, I just, I think that, I have no idea how Ryan Poles plays this, but you have a general manager 
who brought in a coach, handpicked coach, might be might be willing to overpay in terms of draft capital, what he's going to do to give that coach the quarterback that he wants. And one way to assure that is get the number one pick. And then you go from there. So we'll see. I'm going to take a break. And uh, there were a couple Super Bowl, Super Bowl notes, things I wanted to get back to. One is a commercial we didn't see here, but I wish we had because there's a subtweet about Chairman Reinsdorf in my mind every time this guy's team does something. And there's also, you know, we got to keep track of pot sales during Super Bowl. And one of my guests last week in talking Super Bowl just blew up my whole theory about why the Eagles were going to win. So we're going to bring that back and give him a moment and a, a moment of praise. So we'll do that on Saturday. And by the way, the web poll, where are we on this? This is Sean Sears. We have at 670 the score on our Twitter machine, right? That we is, have a web poll. That is correct. We Should are... I change my rapper name from Chance the Rabbi? Should I keep that? And we asked our audience, should I keep that? Or should I change to Dr. Dreidel? What does the web poll reflect now? So, Dr. Dreidel, 59 to 41. Oh. So, uh, Chance the Rapper's closing a little bit. All right. But we're there. We're, you know, 183 but votes. Didn't Sweet Cheeks like Dr. Dreidel? That's a 773 texture. Yes, she did. What does the diva vote for? I'll have to ask her tonight. And then, then uh, 847 texture has a couple other possible names. So, We'll just we'll play beat the champ with the rapper names, and we'll go from there. So go to the website at six seventy the score Twitter account. You can vote for <clears throat> rapper name Chance the Rabbi or Doctor Dreidel, and we'll come back with some um, Super Bowl notes. As only the Wake and Bake Club can do it. I'm Stevie Suckage here, Chicago's sports radio six seventy the score. You suck. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Welcome in, welcome back. Saturday Suckage. I'm Stevie Suckage here in the big 670 Suckage till 2 o'clock. Super Bowl last week, as you might have noticed. 113 million people noticed. They watched it or they watched the commercials or they watched the halftime show, or they occupied themselves, whatever they did. 113 million viewers. Pretty popular. And a game worth it. Last team of the ball won. That was pretty much what it was coming down to. <clears throat> Had a guy I knew, the guy who runs the, the chief Wookiee at my Trader Joe's, who had like a five-way parlay, and the fifth way was betting the tie. Essentially betting that the game would go into overtime. And for a minimal amount of money, and if you bet the tie where he bet it, you were plus 1100 on that leg alone. And he was a swallowed whistle away from hitting all five, including the plus 1100. <laughs> but that's why they offer parlays, because it's hard to hit them. It's, <clears throat> yeah. That's why they build Eiffel Towers on the Strip. 
because of that. So anyways, last week I had Ryan Horvath on, uh, bet MGM tonight, and wanted to talk to him about where the prop bets, the overall the games, sides, totals, all that kind of stuff. And I had been telling people, and I told Ryan, I said, I like the Eagles. I like the defense. Um, you're talking about the team that of the last 22 Super Bowls, the team with the best defense won two-thirds of the time. And for all the offensive strides, everything about it, the defense was going to determine it. And I put that to Ryan because the Eagles' defense was superior, and I want to bring this back from last week. But in all seriousness, I am a betting man, and I love Justin Fields. But I'm going opposite of Justin Fields. Like the Eagles defense, that's what we continue to hear about, that defensive line, and they're great. Uh, They're number one in pressure rate. But they've also faced the easiest schedule of offenses this season. You look at the three games where they had to step up in class, face a top-10 offense with their starting quarterback actually available, and they gave up 32 points per game in those games. Even Green Bay this season, with a beat-up offense, put up over 30 points against them. Ten of those came with Jordan Love on the field. And now you have the Chiefs, who are the number one offense in the league, and you have Andy Reid with revenge on his mind going against his former team and an extra week to prepare for his former team. I just, I like this spot for the Chiefs. Yep. That's it. Ryan Horvath, he liked it. He blew up my whole Eagles defense's great thing as the reason, and Eagles defense did not get a sack. And the Kansas City defense scored a touchdown that ultimately was the difference. And there you go. So you that's why we, Tim McCarver on you, man. Yeah, that's why we love Ryan Horvath. Bet MGM tonight does a terrific job. Uh, the well, there were 113 million viewers, and and it was the second most watched Super Bowl since 2015. The Wake and Bake Club did not perform the way we thought it would. Wake and Bake, cannabis purchases nationwide were around $84.61. These were the pregame purchases because you got to get ready for the game, right? 4% drop in sales from last year. This according to High Times. Who would know better than High Times, right? This is what they do. So according to data collected by Chicago-based Philo, Philo, F-Y-L-L-O, pre-rolls were the most popular products purchased this weekend, 37% of sales, which, yeah, it's it's a reason, the same reason you purchased pre-made appetizers as they're pre-made. Pre-rolls are made. You don't want to spend time doing that. So that was, pot sales were down. But we did see the same high times, the same high times report story talked about True Leave Cannabis's recent move to Arizona where the, Super Bowl was, right? Super Bowl's in Arizona. Boy, they could have used some good grass on in the, the stadium there. But True Leave Cannabis Corporation launched a new brand of pot. Ricky Williams. We talked about him a couple months ago being learning to become a gongier, right? Learning he went to pot camp. You can go to Weed Camp as Northern California and you could become a gongier. The same way people who go to wine camp become sommeliers, you can go to weed camp and become a gangier, Ricky Williams, who would rather smoke pot than play football. He has a brand. I'm not, I don't know that it's here, but he has a brand called Heisman. H-I-G-H-S. 
M-A-N. So there you go. You can check that out. That's the Sports Wake and Bake Club Nexus. Ricky Williams with a brand called Heisman. And by the way, you know what Colorado's done? They followed in California. And I don't know if they're here. I haven't seen them here. I haven't seen news about it. Maybe you know, Sean, since you so you know very few things. Maybe you know about this. Let's hope not. Pot vending machines. Oh. Do you know anything about those? I haven't heard of pot vending machines. Um, that's interesting, though. I mean, I guess, like, I mean, the same thing as getting a drink out of there, right? And you're not necessarily worried about it getting stale or anything, right? Get sandwiches out of vending machines. Well, this is, like, if you were to go into a dispensary and you knew what you wanted and you didn't need a bud tender or didn't want to be bothered by a bud tender, then you could go to the vending machine and get whatever it was, the product you need. This is the way where it is. So they have, I love the idea of vending machines. That's actually a really cool idea. It is. It's it's yeah. very, you, you, you can't do a drive-through, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> this would be the next best thing, right? This would be the automat of pot. Yeah, right. A, po- a potomat, as a pot. it were, right? Yeah. Uh, no, that's great. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if anyone's been through the dispensaries, but sometimes if it's a busy day or like the, I, I live in Wrigleyville, so there's a sunny side over by me. So I've gone in a couple of times and the line sometimes is just forever, especially if it's coming in or out of a Cubs game, especially if the Cubs lose. We'll see a lot of people pop in there, but if they had a little vending machine there. I might be uh, more enticed to pop in a little more. Yeah. Well, you can just get in, get out. That's There you go. That's, it'd be a quicker way to get your money. So Colorado installed those and in, allowed those to be installed in in dispensaries, California had done it before. And if you could see the way I would do it in California is I would put one in an, in an out burger. That's what I would want. That's this. They need to hire you, man. Yeah. That's just me. So also in the Super Bowl, there was a commercial that aired. We did not see it. I wish we had. It, it was a commercial by the, New York Mets. The New York Mets filmed the commercial for the Super Bowl. And there are local slots for which commercials can be aired, so local stations can make some cash on it. And the Mets did that. I mean, Steve Cohen, just everything he does, I think, is subtweeting and mocking Chairman Reinsdorf. So here he is putting out a commercial, a Mets commercial, that... Spots for in the New York metro area were going for $276,000, this according to The Athletic. But The Athletic reports that a person briefed on the team's plans but not authorized to speak publicly said the total value of the inventory was $1.5 million. It was just about being a Mets fan. It was done in the ESPN, this is Sports Center, Sports Center mold. It was... It had that kind of feel of players doing something and and there's your punchline or just acting. So here, for instance, they had they had um, Brandon Nimmo, one of the players, answering phone calls from season ticket holders. And so the phone's ringing and this Met outfielder is bolting across the room. Going, I got it. I got it. I got it. You know, like he's an outfielder picking up the ball. And they had Kodai Senga speaking Japanese in a video call with Tomas Nido, 
And he tells the catcher, my ghost fork is just... How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. A pitch. It's not a real ghost. And so, Nito, seated in a cubicle holding a landline to his ear, relays this discovery to a fan who we assume had asked this burning question. So the Mets, the Mets had a Super Bowl ad. I wish we had seen it. I wish we could see it. I wish it had aired here because we know that Steve Cohen has no problem spending money. So, of course, he's going to make a baseball ad for the Super Bowl. Payroll is $370 million. They might pay more in luxury tax and the... And a lot of teams pay completely in a payroll. So I always think, because Chairman Reinsdorf did not want somebody like this around, did not want him around, and here he is buying everything I want, I want, give me, I want this. And just for yucks, he approved a commercial, a baseball team commercial for the Super Bowl. So there you go. I think you're caught up on all this. We will take a break. I will take a break. What is this we stuff? Oh, it's we because Sean's here. Sean, do you want to update our web poll at 670thescore Twitter account? Do I keep Chance the Rapper as Chance the Rabbi as my rapper name, or do I change it to Dr. Dreidel? Where are we? So right now, Dr. Dreidel back up to 60, Chance the Rabbi 40 at 189 votes. Look at that. Yeah. We're, we're going to break 200 before the end of the show. It's going to happen. Big club. Our audience has been heard from. We'll take a break. When we come back, when I come back, when, when this show comes, when Saturday Suckage comes back, our cultural zeitgeist.
is, um, well, it was a big week for Rebels. I will say that, and we'll discuss that and more before we get out of your way. That's all I can tell you. Steve Rosen. Stevie Suckage here. Chicago Sports Radio. 670 The Score. Hey, you! Yeah, you, you suck! You suck! You just suck. Plain out and simply, you suck. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Welcome back. Stevie Suckage here on Saturday Suckage. Welcome to our cultural zeitgeist segment. Today, by the way, is on February 18th. It is National Drink Wine Day. It's also National Red Sock Day. So wear red socks and drink red wine. And when you spill it, your socks are already that color. But it is. Celebrating. National Drink Wine Day. We call that self-care. Every day is National Drink Wine Day where I am. And the antioxidants, boy, I got a lot of antioxidants. But it is. It's National (laughs) Drink Wine Day, February 18th, and National Red Sock Day. So in our, this is a big week, turned out to be a big week for rebels in our cultural zeitgeist. Today, well, this week in 1974, David Bowie released this song. Rebel Rebel was released this week in 1974 in the United Kingdom, released as a single. It has been called the defining anthem of the glam rock era. Okay, but in the video, he's wearing an eye patch. I'm not sure what's glamorous about that, but Carl Quintanilla reports that while writing this, Carl Quintanilla of CNBC, while writing it, Bowie, Bowie reportedly told his guitarist, it's a bit Rolling Stonesy. I just want to bleep off Mick a bit. There you go. That's a reason for doing it. That's it. Rebel, Rebel. I love that song. Speaking of Rebels, Rebel Wilson. You know Rebel Wilson? Sean? I do, yes. Where do you know Rebel Wilson from? I think from Pitch Perfect and whatnot. There you go. Those movies came out 
2011 to 2017. She had in her contract a clause that only the I'm Fat podcast could love. Our friends Jay Zawoski and Rick Camp, proprietors, co-founders, and sitting at the head of the buffet table of the I'm Fat podcast. Rebel Wilson had a clause in her contract, she told E-Channel, that she could not lose or gain more than 10 pounds. How ridiculous, man. No, well, you know what? Fat was part of the thing. She was, you know, being the, the fat Bella, right? Wasn't, weren't they the Bellas? They were, yes, that's right. Okay, so she, that was, that was all part of the deal. She was the fat funny girl, fat funny singer, whatever it was that you're, you're paying for the fat. Like all the catchers in every kid baseball movie, they have to be fat. Engel Burke and Bad News Bears, they all, they all had to be fat. That's what they were. And she had a clause in her contract you can't lose or gain more than 10 pounds. You have to stay. That's 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 where we want Fat Amy. You're not taking the fat out of Fat Amy. Rebel Wilson had that. You're killing me, Smalls. Yep. You're killing me. Yep, that's it. Did that, too. Did that, too. So, and speaking of the I'm Fat podcast, uh, in the, the I'm Fat podcast had its brackets and, it, and for who got to go into the Onion Ring Hall of Fame, and a Onion Ring Hall of Fame member for a while has been Andy Reid, right? Just won a Super Bowl, second Super Bowl. And he was asked, how you celebrate? How did you celebrate your Super Bowl win, Andy Reid, Onion Ring Hall of Famer for the I'm Fat Podcast? I got a mushroom and sausage pizza, is what Andy Reid said, and a salad just to make my chubbiness feel good. All right, I don't think there's any room for salad. I think Rick Camp will back me up on this. So I don't know if this jeopardizes Andy Reid's Onion Ring Hall of Fame. Big guy. Let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. Come on, waddle over here. (laughs) Terry Bradshaw. Come on. Waddle over here. All right. <clears throat> now, this one I discovered, I, I don't know if I'm late coming to this or maybe I'm I'm the avant-garde of this. Sean, do you like puppies? I Yeah, I have nothing against puppies. I like them. Do you like jigsaw puzzles? Sure. Yeah, I'll do jigsaw puzzles. What about a jigsaw puzzle of nothing but puppies? I mean, those all sound good. I'm not opposed. Okay. Vordo has one. I don't know who Vordo is, but Vordo has one. They will sell it to you for $29.99. This 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle of adorable puppies pooping. Yes, you heard right. Every puppy against this green background on this beautiful grass, all hunched up, back bowed, they are pooping in this jigsaw puzzle, this thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle. Puppies pooping. And if you look close enough, you can see 
that there's just room under each of those backsides for a White Sox cap. Spraying perfume over poop. Mm-hmm. There you go. So that is, I wanted to share that. Bordeaux at twenty nine ninety nine. I was not aware of that. All right, there you go. Thousand piece jigsaw puzzle of puppies. Hey, I mean, if you forgot to get your girlfriend, significant other, something for Valentine's Day, there's, there's, got a thing. you covered. There's a thing. Chris Hemsworth, you heard of him, right? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, you know yeah, he yeah. He's been taking time off from acting to spend time with his family, and I'd like. Everyone to know that I'm available for all of his superhero roles. I, I was just saying you you should fill in for Thor. I I I am I'm 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 that guy. I'm that guy. Do you remember uh, recently Gaylord Perry um, passed away? And Gaylord Perry is if you if you ever if you want to get a lot of comedy, ask Steve Stone about Gaylord Perry. Gaylord Perry famous for the. Spitball, greaseball, whatever, Vaseline ball, whatever it was. And Steve Stone was talking about what a good teammate he was, offering him to give him his secrets for a mere $3,000 back when $3,000 really meant something. So that was Gaylord Perry's deal. But he was, he has a line that really would work. It worked wonderfully, would have worked wonderfully for the Cubs last year. The San Diego broadcaster, Ted Leitner, Perry pitched for San Diego. Ted Leitner had written this in, in the wake of Perry passing away. He said, this team has a good bench. Too bad it starts every day. Wasn't that, it would not have been, that was just such a Cubs thing from last That's year. That's exactly what that team was last year, yep. So the um, Canadians, Montreal Canadians, the Hawks were recently there. They have a defenseman named Arber Shikai. 6'4", 238 pounds. His last name is spelled X-H-E-K-A-J. His nickname is Wi-Fi. Because his last name resembles a password. I think that's just outstanding. I got that from... From the legendary writer Michael Farber, Arber Jakai, S-H-E-K-A-J, his nickname is Wi-Fi. So he offers Montreal as the cool sports nickname capital of North America. And he offers up Rocket and Pocket Rocket. Rocket Richard, Pocket Rocket Richard, that was Henri. Boom Boom, Jeffrey on. Big Bird, that was Larry Robinson. Le Grand Orange. Rusty Staub. So the city has sobriquet game. Cool Breeze, by the way, is another one he offered up. Former Cub and, and Expo Rodney Scott. I had to look it up. I didn't remember Cool Breeze. But I would say Sweetness, Mongo, Big Hurt, Air, Rainbow, The Whistler. I'd say Chicago's got better nickname game. That's That's where we are. That, but I love the idea that a guy with last name S-X-H-E-K-A-J is nicknamed Wi-Fi. That feels like that's like on the back of my router right now. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. But you've got some good nicknames too, though. Yeah? Yeah, just a few, right? 
Little Flop Sweaty was pretty funny this week or Little last f- week. Last week. So where are we today before we end the show and get out of here? What is our what is our poll show at sure. six seventy the score.com, our Twitter account. We're running a web poll. My rapper name, should it stay chance the rapper? Or should I change it to Dr. Dreidel? So we are at two thousand or two hundred votes, and Dr. Dreidel is up twenty percent here at sixty forty. Okay, looks like I'm changing it to Dr. Dreidel. That's the way that's going to go, and we'll see if Dr. Dreidel can defend its rap name title next year or next week. Will it be next year? Yeah. Um, 269 Texter, this is my favorite David Bodie song, signed Emily Latella, actually played. 269 Texter, Steve, Calvin Johnson owns a dispensary in Niles, Michigan. Is that true? That's true. We should do that. Okay. We should talk to another guy we should try and get on for uh Megatron. For there's gotta be a right? Is there a strain called Megatron? If there's not, we gotta we gotta get him on here to sell him on it, huh? Really? Yeah. I would we wouldn't smoke weed every day. There you go. And the, there are some other rapper names that have been thrown out, and we will bring them to you next week. Uh, I want to thank Gonzo, Mark Gonzalez, deluxe baseball guest here. I want to thank James Boyd, Romeoville's very own. Here, he covers the Colts for the Athletic, talking Bears and Colts and trade, number one, and quarterbacks and all that kind of stuff. Sean Sears miraculously kept us on the air and kept track of the rapper name poll. So I got to say, I want to thank all the textures. And if nobody important listened to the show, I'll be back next week for Saturday Suckage on The Score. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait Wait a minute, Mr. Post. Wait, wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. That's it. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.